Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I appreciate all of you hanging out with me. Went down to Florida over the weekend, had a great time, now back here. And I got to tell you, I just watched Joe Biden's Afghanistan speech and it was embarrassing. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to walk you through all of it. Uh, But let's start here, okay? If I had been on vacation when Afghanistan began to collapse and it was clear we were going to have to airlift people out of the embassy in order to keep them safe I would have left my vacation. I would have returned to the White House and monitored everything from there instead of going on a two-week vacation. Now, I haven't been on a two-week vacation in a long time. And you know what I do for a living? I write and talk about sports and I host the biggest radio show in the country. If I had been on vacation this Monday I would have called my vacation short and spent three hours talking to my audience because when big stories happen even if you are scheduled to be on vacation sometimes you have to step up and actually stop your vacation and honor your audience by doing your job. Okay? And so this is embarrassing on many levels. Joe Biden read off of a teleprompter for 20 minutes. He refused to take any questions and he attempted to defend his decision to leave Afghanistan. The problem is most people are not even arguing about whether or not it made sense to leave Afghanistan after 20 years. They just want to leave in a way that doesn't embarrass America. And all Joe Biden had to do was manage that and he couldn't. In July he said there was no way the Taliban was going to take over the entire country in short order. He said this was not going to be a situation like 1975 in Saigon where you were going to see uh, American embassy officials rescued by helicopter. He said that this was not a situation where there was going to be a retreat with dishonor all of those things have happened and it is pure chaos and bedlam in Kabul right now uh, where the airport has effectively been run over by civilians and it's almost impossible for many planes to take off right now and save the people who are American citizens and get them out of Afghanistan. Things fell apart so quickly near the embassy that uh, that many people were burning American flags and important documents so that they wouldn't end up in the control of the Taliban. And look, this is an unmitigated disaster for Joe Biden. This is the most embarrassing American foreign policy disaster in most of your lives as you are watching this unfold on television uh, going all the way back to either Saigon or the Jimmy Carter situation with the Iran hostages Uh, back in the day. It's the most embarrassing American foreign policy failure that I can remember in my life Uh, certainly as an adult but in my life as someone who can remember uh, this going on. And so Biden didn't take any questions. He read straight off of a teleprompter a speech that he did not actually make and then he immediately left the White House to go back on vacation. I don't know who's advising Joe Biden. I don't know who's advising Jen Psaki his primary spokesperson who also is on vacation right now. 
But when you have jobs like these you don't really get normal vacations. You have an obligation when the biggest American foreign policy crisis of your presidency probably is underway that you at a minimum stay in the White House. You don't leave on vacation. You don't wait six days to address this collapse that was imminent and reasonably easy to foretell. Again, I'm not claiming that this is uh, some crazy scenario here that was impossible to foresee. On Friday's Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show we said we'll be back on Monday talking about the collapse of the uh, of our embassy in Kabul and also of the Taliban taking over the entirety of Afghanistan. We said that on Friday. And then Biden administration officials go on vacation. They basically go into lockdown. They have a 20-minute speech written for him. He shows up and delivers it and then goes back on vacation. I don't even know how the most ardent Joe Biden fans on the planet are defending him right now. This is a massive embarrassment for him. And again, he didn't address the larger issues at play which are most people don't have an issue with leaving Afghanistan although you can argue about whether that was the right decision or not. The majority of Americans are in favor of leaving Afghanistan. But we should have at least been able to leave Afghanistan in an orderly and safe process instead of abandoning everything and having to airlift our employees and our embassy officials and having all of the airport falling into a mess and having the Taliban show up at our embassy and also show up uh, at the Afghan palace. It's just an embarrassment across the board. And again, I want to emphasize Biden didn't address the disastrous results here. And look, I think there are big questions going forward among them. What's going to happen in Afghanistan now? Are we going to have another fertile breeding ground for another Al-Qaeda-like terrorist attack or not? Certainly it's more likely today than it was uh, before we departed that country I would imagine. Who's going to bear the blame for this disaster? Are there uh, generals? Are there uh, officials who told Joe Biden hey you're not going to have a rush five and a half weeks ago in July He told us we weren't going to see any of the things that we actually saw. In fact, we can cut a clip here uh, of about a minute and a half of Biden telling us everything that is immediately proven to be false in short order here. So, what exactly is going on? We don't know. What is the impact going to be domestically? Okay? Uh, There's no way that the average American is watching this and thinking that Joe Biden is in any way in control. He looks like a less successful version of Jimmy Carter right now. I don't want that to happen. I don't want any American president to fail but that's what we're doing in Afghanistan right now. That's what we're doing when it comes to the murder rate. That's what we're doing when it comes to the border. Uh, That's what we're doing when it comes to inflation. That's what we're doing when it comes to COVID. What is Joe Biden actually successful with right now. Instead of the golden touch he's got the crap touch. Everything he touches turns to crap. And so what can you point to right now and say oh Joe Biden has done a good job in the first seven months of his administration to say nothing of Kamala Harris who continues to be basically in hiding right now. We are looking right now at perhaps 
the least successful first year of a presidency that almost any of us have ever seen in terms of the overall impact of what Joe Biden has represented as president and I don't see anything good on the horizon right now for Joe Biden going forward. Now, also, imagine that you are China and you have just watched you've already taken over Hong Kong and by the way the Chinese during the Olympics decided to count Taiwan and Hong Kong gold medals to argue that they ended up with more gold medals than the United States but do you feel like America could defend Taiwan right now if you are Xi Jinping and you're making the decision as the leader of China about whether or not to invade Taiwan when you look at the way we have left Afghanistan do you feel like this American president and this American military is well organized enough to respond in the event that China decides to storm Taiwan? I don't think so. And for those of you who don't don't know we have a strategic ambiguity policy as it pertains to Taiwan. That is we have not said what we would do if China decided to invade Taiwan and end democracy there on that island nation that that China continues to believe is a part of China. Taiwan obviously sees itself as an independent country. Based on what you have seen in Afghanistan do you feel at all confident that this administration is capable of defending Taiwan? I don't. Do you feel at all confident that Joe Biden can even make a good decision right now at 78 years old going back on vacation after showing up and reading off a teleprompter for 20 minutes? It's all very, very strange. It took him six days to show up. He didn't answer a single question and he immediately heads back on vacation. I don't see how anybody is going to defend Joe Biden going forward at all. This is a massive, massive mess of an issue. I'll talk about that a bit more in the meantime but first I got to tell you right now I'm sitting in an X chair and they have a brand new innovation that's amazing. It's the LMAX temperature regulation. Takes your seating comfort to a whole new level. It allows you to experience cooling, heating and massage in your lower back. Feeling a little bit warm this summer? How about a cool in the lower back? Air conditioning got you a little bit too cold? How about some heat in the lower back? How about a massage because you're a little bit stressed? With the Elemax, your comfort guaranteed. You won't believe the difference until you feel it for yourself. Imagine regulating your body temperature and getting massage therapy while you're working. All you have to do is go to xchairclay.com xchair on sale now for $100 off. Go to xchairclay.com now. That's the letter X chair C-L-A-Y.com or call one 844 x xchair 30-day guarantee of complete comfort and you can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. Go to xchairclay.com now and use the code XWheels for free X-Wheel blade casters. You will be glad that you did so. want to give credit to the governor of Tennessee right now Bill Lee. You know there's been a massive debate about masks in schools in my home state of Tennessee. Last Tuesday I went to the school board and spoke out against masks because there's no way to uh, no way at all uh, to use science and argue that masks are helpful in the least bit. We had Matt Walsh in studio with us today Uh, And I got to tell you the Tennessee governor Bill Lee just released an executive order saying all parents throughout the state 
can make the decision of whether or not their kids are wearing a mask. Again, Tennessee's governor says all parents can make the choice themselves about whether or not their kids are going to wear masks going forward. I encourage all of you to go get a look at that uh, announcement. It's probably going to end up in a battle as has happened in Florida and Texas and other states where governors have made similar decisions but I give praise to Bill Lee for making the right decision and letting parents make choices as it pertains to their kids and whether or not they wear masks and I can tell you based on looking at all the data my kids will not be wearing masks in schools going forward uh, as a result of the governor of Tennessee's order. So that is a significant order that just came down. Also, we've got another crazy story Uh, a dog muzzle from a state vaccine official was mailed to herself. This is a story that is like Jussie Smollett COVID uh, COVID version uh, and I'm going to read from this story which to the credit of Axios was where this story came from and let me pull up uh, the latest here. Um, a, uh, A Tennessee investigation has found evidence the state's fired vaccine chief Michelle Fiscus purchased a dog muzzle that she previously claimed someone had mailed in an attempt to intimidate her. Uh, Fiscus and her husband by the way is on the school board that voted that kids need to be wearing masks. Uh, Someone wanted to send a message to tell her to stop talking. They thought it would be a threat to her. Her husband told local media. But The Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security found through a subpoena that the Amazon package containing the muzzle traced back to a credit card in her name according to an investigation report obtained by Axios. I'm reading that right now. Uh, When asked by investigators Fiscus provided information for an Amazon account Uh, So the investigation concluded quote the results of this investigation that purchases from both Amazon accounts were charged to the same American Express card in the name of Dr. Michelle D. Fiscus. Uh, She said that the muzzle was a threat because she should stop talking about vaccinating people Um, and so this is a uh, this is an investigation that has now shown uh, that this woman likely went full-on Jussie Smollett and and made up her own hate crime uh, in some way by sending a dog muzzle to the extent it's a crime whatever it is it is an absolutely insane story to be able to uh, to, uh, to to be able to follow. So uh, in addition to all these stories uh, by the way I'm going to talk about the NFL preseason that is underway but first I want to tell you about 8sleep. Uh, you know what? I used to never sleep. Still don't sleep a lot but I used to never sleep because I had an early morning radio show for the last five or six years and you know what? Getting great sleep makes a big difference in terms of your performance. Have you ever heard in fact you need to sleep at 68 degrees Fahrenheit? Well, turns out that's a myth. There's no one universal sleep temperature to give you deep and high quality sleep. Moreover, our sleeping temperature needs change throughout the night Body temperature can affect both your circadian rhythm and sleep quality. But the Pod Pro by 8 Sleep is the most advanced solution to help make sure that you sleep the best possible temperature. 
it makes dynamic thermoregulation biometric tracking all throughout the night. You can sleep as cool as 55 degrees or as hot as 110 degrees. The temperature of the Pod Pro can adjust on each side of the bed based on your own unique biometric uh, mechanics that you are giving off. Eight sleep users fall asleep 32% faster and reduce sleep interruptions by 40% meaning you get overall more restful sleep. Pod Pro by 8 Sleep is so popular it's gotten the attention of CEOs, pro athletes and other high performers who want to get great sleep because good sleep is the ultimate game changer. How do you get hooked up? You can go to 8sleep.com outkick to check out the Pod Pro and save $150 at checkout using the promo code OUTKICK. Feel free to make the read uh, your smart decision. Make the right read when it comes to your sleep and go to 8sleep.com OUTKICK to save $150 at checkout using the promo code OUTKICK. Early, early preseason analysis, right? Tebow had a block that didn't look very good as a tight end and it went viral. You had uh, Justin Fields come out in his first start for the Chicago Bears first game for the Chicago Bears and he looked pretty outstanding. Not bad from Trey Lance with the San Francisco 49ers not bad with Justin Fields with the Jets and not bad with Trevor Lawrence overall with the Jacksonville Jaguars all four young quarterbacks got their first significant game action. Same thing with Mac Jones going forward. I am not going to be the guy who wildly overreacts to what might be going on in the NFL preseason other than to say I welcome football back. On Wednesday we are going to have a lot of good news that we are going to be able to share with you starting early in the morning on behalf of OutKick. I'd encourage you flip on Fox and Friends when I'll be on uh, with them on Wednesday morning to break down some news with college football moving closer and closer to officially being underway. Encourage you to go download uh, the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast tomorrow. We will have the governor of Tennessee Bill Lee on live with us to talk about his uh, executive order allowing everyone out there to make a choice about whether or not their kids wear masks and also we will have Tommy Laren in studio. Matt Walsh was in studio with us today. Uh, Lots of good discussion. Sean Parnell also to talk about Afghanistan. He spent a lot of time in Afghanistan himself. Much to discuss going forward on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all the support you have shown for us. Finally, Deshaun Watson. Uh, We talked a little bit about this on Friday I believe but Deshaun Watson is under uh, a a grand jury investigation reportedly right now to see whether or not criminal charges are going to be filed in his case. Ten different women have accused him of criminal sexual assault. Twenty-two different women have accused him of civil sexual assault. Twenty-four women total thus far have all accused Deshaun Watson of sexual assault either civil or criminal. Uh, Two women have accused him of criminal misconduct without filing civil complaints. I remain surprised that he has not been put on the commissioner's exempt list and also very surprised that we have not yet seen uh, the overall uh, overall action being taken uh, when it comes to uh, to what's going to be done in the NFL. 
final uh, thoughts here. College football gets closer and closer. I cannot wait. Two weeks? I think two weeks from uh, Thursday we will have the official first day of the college football season. I believe I am correct in that. Week zero begins next week and we have got the AP Top 25 out. Not a lot of surprises. Bama is your overall number one team. That means that at some point in time Alabama has been number one. This is an unbelievable stat. In 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, and 21. 14 straight years if I just did that counting correct that Alabama has been ranked number one at some point in the season. We've never seen anything like this. I doubt that we ever will again. Uh, Oklahoma right now is the number two team in the AP. Uh, Clemson slides in in the third spot followed by Ohio State and Georgia. All five of those teams got at least one first place vote. A&M at six. Iowa State, congratulations uh, out there to Iowa State. The Cyclones sliding in at number 7. Cincinnati, Luke Fickle's Bearcats squad at 8. Don't see them up there very often. Notre Dame at 9. And congratulations to Daddy Mac and the UNC uh, Tar Heels. They are at the 10 spot. I'll just run through Oregon, Wisconsin, Florida, Miami, USC, LSU, Indiana, Iowa, Penn State, Washington, Texas, Coastal Carolina, Louisiana Lafayette, Utah, and Arizona State represents the entirety of the preseason top 25. Like I said, I cannot wait for college football season to be here and we are going to have a lot of fun with college football season at OutKick. Appreciate all of you. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. My name is Clay Travis and this, by the way, I want to say thanks to everybody who I met uh, down in Florida over the weekend. I was down in Rosemary Beach met a ton of you from all over the country. Thanks to everybody who came up and said uh, hi. A lot of fun uh, in Rosemary Beach, Florida over the weekend. I was down there for the 17th wedding anniversary with my wife. Somehow she has made it 17 years with me. Props to Laura. I hope all of you had fantastic weekends as well. My name is Clay Travis and this has been OutKick the Show.